Belvoir. Welcome to Belvoir in the Know, the only podcast created especially for the Fort Belvoir community to help you stay in the know and on the go. I'm Command Sergeant Major Greg Kleinels, the Fort Belvoir Garrison Command Sergeant Major. And I'm Colonel Josh Seagraves, the Garrison Commander. Special guest for this episode, Mr. Boyd Hodges, Director of Emergency Services. I'm pleased to introduce Boyd to the community today and to discuss the importance of his position overseeing the directorate that keeps Fort Belvoir safe. So Boyd, thank you for joining us. Let's uh, just start off by you telling us a little bit about yourself uh, for the community. Thank you, sir. I just want to say it's an honor to serve with uh, Team Belvoir. It's been a great uh, privilege being here. I'm a retiree. I'm a retired Lieutenant Colonel of about 25 years of service between Army and Air Force, predominantly from a law enforcement security background and uh, spent 14 years of my career living on military installations. So I take very personally the, the quality of life for our, our, our families and our residents as the joint service community right here on, on Team Belvoir. Yep, absolutely. And and we've, you know, we've been waiting a while to get you on the team. So we're certainly glad you're finally here. Thank you, sir. Yeah, we're definitely glad to have you on board. Uh, such a critical position for, uh, for Belvoir. So what are your goals for community engagement and involvement with the Fort Belvoir community? Sorry, Major, that's a great question. And I intend to, to get very personal and upfront with families and be accessible. I want to reinstate uh, one of our community uh, uh, liaison officer positions, community relations from the directorate. That position has gone vacant for a short time, and I feel that's very important. Uh, it's important for me to get out and meet families, uh, talk to families. Uh, again, I've lived on military installations 14 years of my military uh, service, and so I, I have a vested and personal interest in, in the family environment that's right here on our, on our base. I think it's a wonderful installation. I think this is a tremendous place to, to raise families. And uh, to do that, I want to know about schools and child development centers and, and family programs within housing, concerns of our residents, uh, especially as far as any, any concerns for criminal behavior or speeding areas of interest to, to those folks uh, that go home every day on our base and uh, hopefully live a safe and secure lifestyle. Yeah, the salient point is although we have a 150 mission partners, we have, you know, close to 2000 homes. So we have a lot of people, you know, traversing, living, working and playing on insulation. So yeah, thanks. Yeah, absolutely. You, you know, great point on the community liaison officer. It's unfortunate, but a reality of living and working in the national capital region. There are almost consistent opportunities for promotion for employees. And so a lot of times we'll get folks on board and then we'll lose them relatively quickly. But uh, that, that position is going to be critical, not just for DES, but for the community, just as you highlighted. So yes, kind of pulling that thread a little bit and thinking about initiatives and and things like the community liaison officer. Do you have any initiatives that you're thinking through or any initiatives coming up for DES? Yes, sir. One is, uh, is the National Night Out program. You know, we'd like to set up an event uh, to, to better demonstrate to the community, uh, not just from a Belvoir perspective, but as you said, sir, you know, the greater area uh, that we live in. We're the benefactors of some tremendous mission partners external to the installation, Fairfax County in particular, 
and a whole host of other folks that support what we do and who love to be a part of our, our Belvoir team. And so I'd like to, to highlight those folks uh, as we do these night out events. Um, definitely, we're going to we're going to support the alcohol awareness uh, month uh, so that we we demonstrate that, you know, we have no tolerance for, for drinking and driving. You know, our children who come and go from this installation deserve to come and go uh, free of impaired driving and, and people who just, you know, uh, take don't take the the seriousness of operating a, a 5,000 pound vehicle in close proximity to our families and our residents and uh, people that come to work go to school uh, this is home for them and uh, I want to make sure that that we treat them as, as we would treat our family our own families yep absolutely yeah so you know and you've had a great opportunity the last few months to get a you know a glimpse of the area so uh, have you de developed your vision for the director of emergency services going forward? And if so, what, what does that look like? Sorry, Major, my philosophy has always been what I call P3R, and that's pride, proficiency, professionalism, and restraint. In a law enforcement security environment, you know, it's imperative that we enforce the rule of law, but that we do it again as we would treat our own families. Everybody has bad days, and we need to be a part of the solution to help people uh, that are in need. We need to be uh, a sensor uh, so the garrison commander has better ideas of, of the stresses involved in the community. And so my goal is to, to absolutely demonstrate P3R uh, to support Army Corps values and the intent of the garrison commander and yourself as we conduct our operations. You know, we're here to support families and we're here to be a, a help and, a, and an opportunity for people to reach out to us without fear that the organization is gonna react in a way that further complicates their lives. And hopefully we're a help in that area. Yeah, and I think with that approach, I think you'll get some great community uh, inclusion and involvement. So I look forward to seeing that. Yes, sir, yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one, really good approach. So one of the concerns that we often receive is in regards to the hours of operation at our gates. And many people are probably unaware of the manning for security guards that continues to impact the hour, those hours of operations. Can you just talk a little bit about that? Yes, sir, uh, absolutely. One of the problems that and challenges involved in security work is absolutely uh, when you work with a workforce of civilian employees, uh, the Department of Defense and Department of the Army gives you very set parameters as to how much opportunity you can take from a garrison perspective to operate access control points. You know, our intent is to maximize the use of our resources. And um, currently, we've been the benefactor of, of having a 95% assigned personnel rate involved in what we do. The reality is on some days we have less than 70% available, very similar to other organizations. You know, if you work in your uh, normal office environment, you have similar challenges with people who are just not able to be there to, to carry the workload. We're no different in that respect, and we have to manage our resources very carefully in order to, to provide the environment that is not just convenient for our mission partners and our families, but that makes sense from a, a fiscal and a, a corporate army perspective. 
and that's juggling a lot of things, sir. And uh, appreciate that that question because it really drives to the heart of what we do is to provide easy access to to this environment, sir. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Man Manning again, uh, tough in this area, just like you alluded to earlier. So I appreciate that. Yes, uh, anything else you'd like to share with our audience? Sure, I'm just very proud to be here. We have uh, some really great professionals, not just in the law enforcement physical security environment, but we have our fire professionals that provide emergency uh, you know, EMS support. Uh, we have EMTs that actually provide services uh, on your behalf uh, into the community. And that's one of the ways that we partner with Fairfax County, Prince William County, and some other organizations uh, to provide you know, reciprocating uh, opportunities and life-saving support uh, with our downtown partners. And that's something we take serious. We give back to the community that gives to us. It supports our soldiers and our, our civilian workforce, whether we're in a civilian agency or a military organization. So I'd like to highlight that and thank them for their support as well. I'd also like to highlight the 212th MP uh, commander, that commander, yep. uh, Tavon Radford, who's been a tremendous mission partner. Uh, to provide law enforcement and, and security uh, support through other personnel that are active duty. Uh, we are the benefactor of a tremendous relationship uh, between the Military District of Washington Provost Marshal's Office and our office uh, supporting garrison initiatives. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's that's a great point. I think that's a great place to end it, too. Thanks, Floyd. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me, sir. So I guess, Sergeant Major, we've come to the end of another episode. Thank you for joining us today. Any final thoughts? Uh, yes, sir. You know, Mr. Hodges, you know, welcome to the team. Uh, as you know, any other unit out there in a resource-constrained environment, uh, your leadership, I think, is going to be critical in moving us forward uh, in addressing the uh, concerns and balancing the concerns of the uh, you know residents to the mission. So uh, we really. Uh, proud to have you on board. Glad you're here and look forward to uh, serving you and along with the community over the, the next several years. So thanks. Thank you, Sergeant Major. Colonel, it's an honor to be here with you. Proud to serve. Thanks, Boyd. Thanks, Sergeant Major. So for our audience, don't forget to download the Digital Garrison app and make Fort Belvoir your installation of choice. Yes, we still get credit for that and we still need credit for that. So if you haven't downloaded that, please do so. You'll have access to emergency and weather updates current gate hours, current events, and more information. Connect with us on our website and social media platforms for all things Belvoir. Consider getting the COVID-19 booster if you haven't done that already. Um, luckily, and knock on wood, recent transmission trends are down. However, obviously it's still out there. And finally, thanks for joining us. From me to you, and now you know.